Welcome to the I'm Just Saying podcast, hosted by Anthony Tilgman, featuring the latest trends and all the coolest vibes. Tell your friends to tune in because they'll love it too. <laughs> you will love it too. Welcome everybody to the first podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tilgman, and this is the I'm Just Saying podcast, and I'm happy that you all here with me today is going to be a great time. So I'm looking forward to sharing some amazing guests and just trending topics with you every week. Speaking of trending topics this week, Donald Trump. Yes, Donald Trump. He paid $750 in taxes in 2016 and he paid no taxes in 10 years in the previous 15 years, y'all. So pretty much that's why he ran for president. That is exactly why he ran for president, y'all. So it seems like he just keep coming up with stuff that just keep popping out of the blue. Like my man literally just lie after lie after lie. And and it seems like they never stop coming. That's the problem that we're having is my man thinks he's invincible. So you're not invincible and everyone's not lying. So that's the problem that we're having in America today is there's no trustworthy person running our country. There's no leader. So how about that? And other news, the Breonna Taylor protest is still going on, y'all. We are still out here advocating for Breonna Taylor. You know, this discussion, this topic, this trend will never be over. Black lives will always matter. So let's stop, you know, playing around and let's hold everyone accountable. I want to give a shout out to all my people out here advocating in real life for Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and everybody, especially those in the DMV. Right here in the DMV, we have so many people who have died from police brutality. And I really want to just, you know, take a moment to just say, you know, your lives matter too. So don't think that we're not out here advocating for you as well. We're advocating for everyone right here in the DMV and everywhere worldwide. So I just want to kind of say thank you to everybody out here that's doing that hard work. Today, I'm excited for my first guest today. This is my boy, my boy, James Petit. He's a, a game creator. He's an entrepreneur and he's a financial literacy guru. He, he, he does all the work. He's, he's um, a mentor for my boys reprogram that we do on Mondays. He, he is an advocating person for just financial literacy. So he does it all. I want to say thank you. Welcome to the show. First guest, James Petit. Hey, I, I appreciate the intro. I wouldn't say uh, expert, but I know a little bit about finances, but I, I appreciate the hype. Hey, we've been talking about it like we talk about that all the time during our reading program that we do every Monday. So, you know, that, that's something that you you really advocate on. So, you know, just tell us like how you got so involved. First of all, tell us who you are, introduce yourself, and then we kind of can go into the, the talk. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is James Petit, right here from Prince George's County, Maryland, born and raised. Um, I am a law librarian. Um, I work at the Prince George's County uh, Jail. I'm employed by the library system, but I'm housed inside the jail. I'm also an entrepreneur, creator of the Couple Up Card Game, a relationship building card game for your friends, family members, and loved ones to see how well you know each other. Um, like Anthony said, advocate for 
all things financial, just for kids in general, because they are the future. And if you don't take care of the kids now, you're going to see where the world is going to end up later. Uh, so we had to set them up so that they can you know, provide us the world that we want to see. Exactly, man. So tell us, let's, let's jump into this couple up game. Um, I, we was planning today, actually doing our reading program. Now it's definitely a game for couples, but some of them, some of them favorites was just for everybody. So yeah. why, why, why did you make it specifically for couples? So um, originally I really have a hard time with having those tough conversations. Cause I'm like kind of awkward <laughs> and I always like put all the pressure on myself, but my girlfriend is the complete opposite. Like she's always here for those tough conversations. So I was like, I had to find some kind of way to make it less, you know, stressful for me. So I made it into a game. Like that's the most stress relieving thing that I like to do besides like working out. It's kind of like um, putting the candy in the medicine. I'm sorry, putting the medicine in the candy rather. Um, so I created that so I can really see how well we knew each other first and foremost. And a lot of things we still don't know because we're still growing with each other. And we get to have those conversations about things we know about each other, what we don't know. Um, and I think why well, I know the game is definitely suited extremely well for couples, but it's also used for singles as well that are inside the dating world because you don't want to waste, you know, months of your time trying to figure out who someone is. You can just ask the question up front. And that's what a lot of us don't do. We just don't know what to ask. We just expect them to show themselves over time, which they will do. But if I can speed up the process, you know, and not waste my time, I'd rather ask you questions up front and see where your head is at first and foremost before I invest all this time, money, and energy into you. Yeah, I, I do think um, that that game should be like a first date. Like I, I was um, playing that game with this girl and I was just asking her questions and we both were just kind of vibing. And I was like, man, this is like a really good, this is like a, a good breaker. This is like a really good, like, you know, game to kind of just talk about like what we like about each other and also to learn about each other, man, because some of the questions you have on it is, is very generic to just anybody, not just a couple, but just people that you, you know and you don't really know. So let me ask you this. What, what did you learn about creating this game that you really didn't know about as far as like dating and really like, you know, what you think you learned from creating this game for others, for yourself? Um, I learned a lot of us don't know enough about ourselves. So the game is super self-reflective, even as, even as I was making the questions and I get the questions from everyday life. Like I'll observe a couple doing something and I'll just say to myself, I wonder if this was to happen, what would they do? You know? So that's the kind of how I came up with the questions. Um, of course, talking to other friends, like what kind of questions do you ask on first dates or whatever? But as I learned, I'm like, I don't know half this stuff about myself. Like I didn't know myself as well as I thought I did. So that's what shocked me the most. I was like, oh, I got, I got to work. And mind you, I'm already with my girlfriend this time. So I'm like, ah, I got to figure out some more things before I just come to her and start saying stuff. But she loves to ask things back to me. If mm -hmm. I ask her something, she's like, well, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. Wow. She's like, why so you don't know? What is your favorite, what is like your favorite question that you really like asked her that, that she kind of was like stuck on? Or was it like, was it any question that was like that? Not, so for her personally, it was nothing that she was stuck because she understands herself completely. For me, I, I was the person like when she would ask her questions, like uh, I know one of them is if I had to cut expenses, it kind of is really, um, the question is really good for the pandemic. So when the pandemic first happened, people were losing their jobs left and right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I had to cut on expenses, you know, to save money, to pay for things that are um, necessary needs, what's the one thing I could not give up? Wow. So what I, was, what I was trying to figure out is what are people, what are, where are your priorities lie? So some people would say, well, I got to get my nails done. I got to still get my fade. 
I gotta still get my hair retwisted. And I'm like, yeah, I put this stuff over, like, and I, I'm not lying to you, bro. Some people say I gotta look good. You know, their bills might not be paid. They can pay the bills later. They're like, <laughs> but I gotta have my hair done. I gotta have my nails done. And for myself, I was like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I, I had to figure out, like, where are my priorities at? Especially financials. Um, some of the questions in the game are asking, um, what do you use your credit card most people? Or how much do you save per month? So if I'm dating somebody and I find out they don't save at all, they don't know how to budget at all. I'm like, uh, I may have to revisit this one in a couple of years because you're not really where I need you to be right now. Like you're not, you're, we're not in the same brain. Yeah, so th- those are some of the things that I had to find out about myself, which I did not know. And which you would think at a certain age, like they got everything together, but like, nah, a lot of us really don't. And we got to take that time to figure ourselves out before introducing someone else and i'm not saying 100 percent like we're, we're learning about ourselves all the time but you still have like a fundamental understanding of who you are as a as a person at your core you know things that you stand for that you won't stand for so things of that nature so that's that's what i learned it's extremely self-reflective yeah i mean it definitely is it definitely um taught me a lot about myself and some questions about you know just just about me thinking about certain situations that that i could definitely like you know learn from so you know, take me through this process. So mm-hmm. what made you really start this game? Like, let, like, how, first of all, how did you come up with the name, like, Couple Up? Mm-hmm. Bro, the, the name was literally like, well, I knew who I wanted the game to be for. So couples, right? I was like, I couldn't think of anything. Like, at first the name was like Two Peas in a Pied. Uh, another one was like Buddha. I was like, nah, those are those are corny. To me, they were corny. So I was like, well, I'll just keep, just keep it simple. Like, couple up, couple up with somebody. Find someone that you're close with. Find someone that you're cool with. Find someone that you want to be into, and couple up with them and see what y'all know. So that's really how the, the name came about. So, so tell me the process. So how? So you came up with the name. Mm-hmm. So what, what was like the next step? So the next step is the theme. So what do I really want people? to learn from this game. So we got a lot of games that are purely entertainment. So we got Uno, uh, Cards Against Humanity, all the other popular games that are not really teaching you anything, they're just fun. Mm-hmm. But I knew I wanted mine to be educational and um, entertaining. So I'm like, what I want them to learn is things about their partner that they otherwise would never ask. So I'm, what I'm really doing is providing the questions for people to ask, because we just don't ask them. So I found out the theme, I found out what I want people to learn from the game. After that, I started writing like everything down from the colors um, to the logo. Like, what do I want this thing to look like? So once you get your theme, you start writing everything down, even the rules, like how do I want the rules to go? You can scrap things as they go along, but you must write everything down. Cause I'm a firm believer when you write it down, it sticks more. How long was that process? Like, um, honestly, the writing, uh, the rules and all that stuff, that was probably like two months. Cause the game is not complicated at all to play. It's pretty straightforward. Um, but I did have to work on the wording of the instructions. They'd be like too wordy. They'd be like, so what do I do after I draw the car? So you, you gotta, you know, do gotta keep critiquing it. Um, but after that, then it comes to the prototyping. I'm sorry. Yeah. The prototype stage. So you got to create the cards. Um, I did the old fashioned way. I had printing paper. I cut it out into squares, stapled them together. And I just had my coworkers, uh, play with it. Mm. That's what the, the play testing parts. They were my first customers essentially. So we got the theme. Um, we got writing everything down. We got the prototype play testing, which is actually something I would encourage card game or just creators to do a lot more, like test out your product as much as humanly possible to your core audience. So mm-hmm. I was in such a rush to just put the game out because I knew it was a dope idea, but I wish I took a little more time critiquing it. But the game came out amazing in my eyes, but 
play testing is definitely super important to make sure that your game is fully functional, that there are like no questions, like how does this work? Because you mm-hmm. already got all those stuff out. And the last is just finding a manufacturer, just finding some a company to actually print it out. And they have US ones and um overseas ones, of course. You wow. know, just pick whichever one works best for you, which one gives you the best quality, best price, of course. So that, that's a lot of research in and of itself. But those are really like the five basic steps to get a so car. It took you maybe about what six months really to get it to get it done? A, a little over. So the idea came in like late 2018, like November or something. I didn't really start getting the prototypes until November, I'm sorry, January, February. And then I started my crowdfunding campaign in like July. Yeah, after oh, like, okay. I was sitting on the idea while I was going back and forth, like, do I want to sell it? Do I not? Going back and forth for a while. And then I was like, let's, let's just put it out there. Let's, let's see how it do, you know? Okay. So, all right. So, so let's, let's talk more about the actual like ending. So how, how many, how many did you ship? How many orders do you think you like? How was that process like? So how did you start marketing and really start getting out? Yeah, so, so the marketing stuff, that was the hardest thing. I'm not like a relationship expert or anything, but I do understand the power of having conversation and understanding your partner on a, a deeper level, right? So um, shipping, we probably sold a little over 250, 260 games by now. Um, as far as marketing, I just talked about things that I've learned. So um, you should have a life outside of your partner. You don't want to smother your partner. You should ask questions extremely about finances. Um, how does your uh, partner want to be cared for? What's their love language? Just I'm just really giving you the questions and the topics to bring to your partner so that y'all can have a productive and long-lasting relationship. So that's really all what my game has been. And then I promote the fun side because it's not one of those super deep, let's sit on the couch and talk, honey. It's like It's still a fun environment at the end of the day. That's how I wanted to take away the, the stressful environment of just sitting down having conversations. I want it to be fun. So I've showed videos of people having fun playing the game, um, people asking their kids questions, you know, because, again, it, it can be a family game as well as a couple's game. Mm-hmm. Um, you so got to kind of separate the questions, some of the questions. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> go through the cars and be like, no, not this. I, I definitely, when we was playing it earlier during our reading program, mm-hmm. I was looking at some of the questions. I was like, oh, no, no, we're going to skip this one and really. Yeah, exactly. It was definitely, it's definitely a universal type game. So mm-hmm. let's let's jump into, so tell everybody where they can get the game from and, you know, like what's the information on that? Yeah, you could definitely um, grab it at coupleupgame.com. Uh, we also have an ebook. Outlining the five steps I gave you, just like in a lot more detail, because I know finding how to create a car game was impossible for me. I couldn't find anything. I, I might have found like a paragraph, but it didn't really tell me anything. So I had to figure it out on my own. And so for other inspiring car game, board game creators, I just created an ebook that outlines everything. Like you read that book from front to back, it's like 20 something pages, a really short read, and you will have a profitable and a fun and impactful car game. So you can grab the card game as well as the ebook on coupleupgame.com and follow me on Instagram at coupleupcardgame. Coupleupcardgame, James Petit. Um, you got to visit it website, coupleupgame.com. It's definitely a, a great game. Like I said, I was playing it earlier with the kids on the boys reprogramming. Before we jump off, tell us what else you up to. Like, what what is you what did you got going on? Like, what did you, like, what's the next step? So the next step, um, as you know, I'm, I'm being in finances. I've, I've learned so much from like the age of like 22 to 27 now. I've just been like indulging everything in finance. So my next game has to be a financial card game um, because our kids, they're probably not going to learn it until they're like adults, you know, 18 and plus. But we have other cultures. They learn, their kids learn stuff 
at six, seven, and eight. So I'm trying to create something on that level. They can get that information right then and there. And then as they get older, they just expound on it. So that's the next step, creating a uh, financial literacy card game. And not just the regular, you know, what's a checking account, what's a savings account. Those are extremely important, of course. But I want them to get into the other runs of finances, like the stock market, bonds, um, learning what intellectual property is, you know, other ways that you can set yourself up for financial freedom and set your future family up for financial freedom. Because what we don't talk about enough is generational wealth and how things we can do when we're young, how that can set us up to create that later on in life. So that's the next goal. See, man, so we're going to look out for James, man. You're going to be doing some great things. We're going to support the card game. We're going to support the financial literacy game. We're going to check it out, everything, man. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Look, thank you for coming on it because you're doing some great things and it's it's amazing things to shout out people that's doing some great things in real life, not just on social media, y'all. I appreciate it. Holla. All right.